It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. Hey, what's up, Punk Rock Classrooms? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, happy plan time. Maybe you're still experiencing some severe weather and you're off on e-learning or just a snow day today. Um, But my name is Mike. I am one half of Punk Rock Classrooms. My other better half is Josh Buckley. Uh, I am a elementary school principal from Lansing, Illinois, and he... Josh is a principal from Mesa, Arizona, and together we are Punk Rock Classrooms. Now, you know, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm bringing you the first Punk Rock Reflection of 2024. Uh, the last episode Josh and I dropped was our top five albums and top five EPs from 2023. Go give it a listen. Like, that's like the one episode a year we, we talk about that has nothing to do with education, um, strictly about music, what albums made an impact on us, what our, what, you know, we, we ran to, got used to get through the day. One of our favorite episodes to record. I highly recommend you go and check it out. Um, but like I said, I'm here, I'm bringing you the first punk rock reflection of 2024. Uh, if you're a new listener, the way it works is like me and Josh, we sit down, we do an episode together. That's what we kind of consider a full length. Um, we'll have guests on sometimes, uh, sometimes just the two of us. And then kind of in between those, we do these punk rock reflections, which are kind of like an EP, right? It's like a little shorter episode, just one of us kind of talking about things on our mind, things that... We've maybe experienced, you know, professionally in the education world, maybe personally in our personal lives, um, and just kind of want to chat about it and share it, and hopefully it makes an impact, uh, a positive impact on you, the crew, the listeners, um, and then you can reach out and kind of share with us, you know, your takeaways from it, or maybe something you just want to, you know, reflect on. So today... What I want to talk about is, um, if you don't know, you know, I live in Chicagoland. I'm like 20 minutes south of Chicago. Um, so I say Chicago because if I told you it was Munster, Indiana, Northwest Indiana, Lansing, Illinois. Um, yes, I live in Indiana. I work in Illinois. I'm right on the border for both. If I told you that, like no one knows where the hell those places are. So I just say I'm from Chicago. But I'm honestly about 20, 30 minutes south of Chicago. And... Today is Saturday, January 27th. These last few weeks, we finally, you know, I say finally because last year there was nothing, had some snow. Um, it was nowhere near what what they predicted, what the news, the news meteorologist predicted. And then we had some cold weather and rain and threats of ice. Again, in my area at least, it was nowhere near what they were saying it was going to be. Um, but so I want to talk about kind of an experience, you know, that, that I saw with the severe weather coming. And like I said, we haven't really, in my area, my district haven't had 
any issues with it last year. Um, it was really mild winter last year. Um, but this year, you know, it was kind of like back-to-back. They were calling for like 12 inches of snow, um, severe temps in the, you know, negative 20s, like the high. Um, and then, then I told you, like, the things were going to melt and it was going to rain and then everything was going to freeze to ice and everything was just going to be like a sheet of ice. So, you know, kind of what I've experienced through this, you know, we did use two e-learning days throughout this. And this was all like within a two-week span, kind of after uh, after being back from winter break for a week or so. So the first situation, um, they were calling for a ton of snow. And so our district made the call very early. Um, it was a Thursday morning, 10 a.m., kind of said, hey, we are going to be e-learning tomorrow with the threat of, you know, the snow and not favorable weather. Pretty pretty early call, right? But it was the right call because that morning there was a ton of snow and it was blowing and it was coming down and the streets were bad. Um, it stopped a lot earlier than they predicted. If we had been at school, obviously the commute home would not have been what they were anticipating, but the commute there would have been bad. And I, I personally, and I told my superintendent this, like it was the right call. That morning would have been a disaster, you know? So the weekend comes, Monday was Martin Luther King Day. We were off. Um, Tuesday was, uh, uh, throughout the weekend, there was these sub-zero temps called another e-learning day for that Tuesday. Again, personally, I feel right call. It was extremely cold out. I mean, you walked outside and it was just like biting, like even layered up, like it was miserable to be outside. So when you think about like our students, kids waiting at the bus stop, kids walking, like there's no way they would be able to stand out there in those temps, you know, and I'm in, like I said, an elementary building, K to five, like Nobody, I mean, even adults would be able to stand out there. So it was, again, right call. You kept everyone safe. Now a week goes by, and now they're calling for this severe ice storm. Everything's going to be frozen. Streets are going to be a quarter inch of ice. And, you know, everyone is kind of assuming, and I'm not going to lie, me included, assuming we're going to be off tomorrow. There ain't no way. And like I said, I live in Indiana. I work in Illinois. That night, Monday night, all these little Indiana schools start canceling. Even my kid's school at five in the morning called, hey, we're doing a two-hour delay. Then they end up doing a full day off because they didn't have enough bus drivers. Illinois, I mean, literally five minutes down the road, a mile away, we're not canceling. And superintendent sends out a text group at 5 a.m. to all the administrators like, hey, we're going to be open. Temps are not as low as they said. They're a little bit above freezing. We're going to come in. And immediately, you know, I start getting some texts from staff like I'm taking off. It's, you know, it's horrible by me, which it, I, kudos, you know, definitely. Yes. When I walked out to my car, I slipped on my driveway. Like it was bad on my driveway and on my street. But once I started driving, and I got out of my subdivision, it it was fine. Like, it was slushy. There was no ice. Because it wasn't that cold out where everything was frozen. So again, 
just like the other two times when we called e-learning, I say superintendent made the right call to have us in session this day and not burn another e-learning day because the weather was not that bad. Our attendance that day, staff-wise, about the same as it always is. Student-wise, about the same as it always is. We were no, There weren't more call-offs or student absences even though we were in session. So where am I going with this? What, what am I reflecting on? You know, I had a conversation with my director of technology. He was in the building that day working on computers. We're getting ready for our, um, you know, map winter map testing. And him and I were talking and I, we, we both agreed. We do not envy, you know, a superintendent's responsibility in these types of situations to either call off school, call e-learning, or have staff come in when there's unfavorable circumstances. And I said, you know, because I kept getting texts, and I've told my staff, I will, if we're going to be off school, I'll know about two minutes before you get the all staff alert. Like, I don't have any inside info. But yet I was still getting texts from numerous people like, hey, I know you don't know, but what do you think? And it's like, well, I can tell you what I think. I can tell you my opinion, but it's going to come down to what the superintendent decides. And, you know, I, I was talking to my IT director, and I, you know, he said he doesn't envy that. I said, I agree. I would not want that responsibility. Because like everything, when you're in a position of um, leadership, you're not going to make everyone happy. And I said, I'm like, you know, I, I don't... And I'm not just talking like my staff, my district. You know, I'm talking like, because I, I felt the same way when I was a teacher. You know, and it's taken me as I've gotten older to kind of understand this. The superintendents do not have like a crystal ball. They're not looking at a secret magic weather app that gives them more info than we're getting. They're watching the same news broadcasts. They're logging into the same AccuWeather apps the same CNN weather apps that we all are. They're getting the same info that we're getting. So it's up to them to make a decision. Now, I know our superintendent, like with the region, there's a spreadsheet. He said that they've started this year where they're all able to, you know, a shared spreadsheet where they're able to log in and kind of list what they're choosing to do. And I'm not saying like because one person's going to close, everyone follows suit because it's definitely not like that in our area. But we are, besides Chicago, public schools like the South Cook area is the largest like school district, uh, school region in in Illinois. So they kind of look to see what everyone is doing. Um, And this time with the ice, you know, when we had the snow, there were some schools that still went in. Sub-zeros, yeah, pretty much everyone everyone canceled. Everyone went e-learning that day. The ice, though, nobody in Illinois, in our area, decided to go e-learning or take the day off. We all came in. And again, it was the right call. The weather wasn't that bad. You just had to know, like, hey, it's kind of slushy. Be careful. Um, but like I was saying, I don't envy that position because... And I told him this. We had an admin meeting the other week, and I said, you know... I don't envy you for what you have to do, but I do want you to know that I feel you did the right choice. You played on with safety all three of these days, and each day was the right call. And 
you need, you know, we need to sit back and know, you know, give grace. Because if he were to call too early, like 10 a.m. that first day, if we would have gotten no snow that next day, he would have been criticized for, oh, we should have been here. There's no snow. When again, he's been watching the same weather you've been watching, expecting snow. If you don't call it and we come in and then it is severe weather, oh, we shouldn't even be here. So it's hard, you know, but we're, what I'm trying to get at with this reflection is we're all human. We all, you know, have different times where it's going to fall on us to make a decision. And in those moments, you know, if we are the people who are, I don't want to say following, you know, leaders and followers, but like if we're the, the ones underneath that leadership, that it's solely their decision for the whole organization, for everyone that they are serving, we need to support it no matter what it is, if it's right or wrong. And, you know, know that, give them grace because like I said, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I do not want that responsibility to have an entire school district relying on me to make the call. And knowing no matter what I do, it's some, someone's going to be upset. So let's give each other grace. Let's give each other the benefit of the doubt that our choices are for the good of the cause, for the betterment of of everyone for the safety of those we serve. I mean, we're all in this together. Nobody wants anyone to get put in harm's way or in, in danger, you know, so we need to know that and just, like I said, give that grace and that thanks. You know, the fact that when I said, and I'm not trying to give myself any kind of props by, by any means here, but when I said at the end of our meeting, you know, I just want you to know that I don't envy what you've had to do, but I think you made the right calls each time. And I thank you and I appreciate you for always erring on the side of safety and making sure that we're going to be okay. You know, and I think that you meant a lot to him you know, acknowledging the tough choices he's had to make. So if you're going to take anything from this reflection, I mean, take away to give thanks, to give acknowledgement, to give grace, even if sometimes it might not be the right choice. I mean, of course, in my reflection, the three, in my opinion, were the right choices. But in life, that's not always the case, right? I mean, as a building leader, I've made plenty of decisions that I know people have looked at and even myself have been like, man, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. And that's when we learn. That's when we pick ourselves back up, adjust, adapt, and keep moving forward to make sure that the next time a more appropriate decision is made. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you gals for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I'm so excited for this reflection. Um, I hope you took something from it. If you were, you know what, if, if you are in an area like me in the Midwest where you experienced some severe weather recently, share, tweet out, hit us up on Instagram, send us an email. 
kind of what was your district's process? You know, were you one of the decision makers or were you one of the ones waiting to hear what's going to happen and how to play out? What was the reaction? You know, let me know. Let's, let's get a conversation going. Um, cause it's only going to help all of us in the future. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, this would not be the punk rock classrooms podcast. If I did not tell you what I've been listening to. And yesterday, the new alkaline trio hometown heroes of mine, cause they're from Chicago, New Alkaline Trio, Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs dropped, and that's pretty much been on repeat. Listened to it a few times yesterday. I listened to it today on my run. Check it out. It reminds me of like the go back to like the agony and irony um, type of years, Good Morning era. Like that's it gives me those vibes. Uh, maybe not as dark, but it's 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 close. Check it out. It's a great record. Um, you can check me out on Instagram. And Twitter at Mike R. Earnshaw. You can check out my co-host Josh Buckley at Josh R. Buckley. Punk Rock Classrooms um, at Punk Classrooms on both platforms. PunkRockClassrooms.com is the website. We've got all the episodes. We've got blogs. We got guest blogs. We got merch. Um, you can pick up my book, The Edu Culture Cookbook. Um, it's basically for anybody in education. It's got activities that we have done on my campus to positively impact and positively build collaboration and school classroom culture. You can implement these activities the very next day, pick it up on Amazon. Um, and I've just kind of ventured out on a new, um, endeavor where I am started my own podcast. It's a kind of an expansion of something I was doing on Twitter about a year ago called Mike's message. So check it out. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Amazon. Um, I'm trying to get it on all the podcast platforms, but Mike's message, uh, check it out. And that's about it guys. Um, follow me on social media, um, follow Josh, follow punk classrooms, hit us up. Let's get a conversation going. And I will see you at the show. I'm going for a walk.